Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're continuing our series on blockchain in real estate. This Monday and every Monday in the month of January, we're going to be focusing on some aspect of blockchain technology. Blockchain is the underlying technology that's used in most cryptocurrencies, but the underlying technology has plenty of other uses apart from digital money. There's dozens of articles on new blockchain startups to watch. Some are focused on cryptocurrency, and a few are focused on real estate. Many of these companies seem to exist for the simple reason that they're a blockchain solution. But when it comes to looking at any company, I don't care what the technology is, I always ask the same three questions. Number one, what is the problem that's being solved that does not have a good solution today? Number two, is that a problem that people are willing to spend money to have solved? And number three, are they willing to buy the solution from you? On today's show, we're going to take a look at several of the real estate blockchain startups through the lens of these three questions. The first company we're going to look at is called SafeWire. SafeWire exists to ensure and ensure every real estate transaction is free from wire fraud. Real estate wire fraud is a huge problem arising from global financial inequality. Often the criminals involved are from poor countries throughout the world who believe that they're the modern-day Robin Hood, stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Now, real estate wire fraud isn't particularly sexy, but it is a real problem, and it has affected the traditional real estate industry. Over the last several years, there have been several billion dollars in losses specific to real estate wire fraud, and often, and often those funds are irrecoverable. So this particular startup looks like it's solving a very real problem. It's one that has got some monetary value, and if they can establish themselves as the go-to brand in the industry, they have a shot at solving the problem for real and gaining some market dominance. But many of the startups are creating a solution for fractional ownership of real estate by tokenizing the ownership. The issue I have with this approach is that the problem of fractional ownership has already been solved. Numerous mechanisms exist to solve that problem today. For example, there's the tenant in common structure, which will achieve fractional ownership very easily. The trusted record of ownership is in the county records, and unless the county makes a wholesale decision to abandon their current method of record keeping, there's no pathway to adoption of a new technology as a replacement. At best, the tokenization is a duplication of other official records, and duplication doesn't solve a problem. It only adds cost and complexity. Companies like Vert, V-A-R-R-T, and Realty, spelt R-E-A-L-T, Realbox and Meridian are all good examples of what I'm talking about. All of these companies are trying to use the blockchain to provide a partial solution to the problem that frankly has already been solved. Another company called ManageGo is leveraging blockchain for rental property owners. The ledger-backed software helps property managers and owners process payments, as well as complete credit background checks and manage maintenance ticketing. Now, unfortunately, in my view, ManageGo is missing the point from a customer perspective. Solutions exist for processing payment through the bank's ACH system. Virtually all the property management software out there solves these three problems and does it particularly well. I'm not hearing that landlords can't trust the centralized database of Propertyware or Buildium or Yardi or any of these other companies, and therefore it needs to now be a distributed blockchain database. If there is a problem with data integrity in the credit reporting agencies, it has nothing to do with the database. Problems exist with the credit reporting, and we would acknowledge that it has to do with accurate information getting into the system. Changing the underlying database to maintain the records will not solve that problem. And frankly, I'm astounded that these companies received any venture funding at all. Most venture capitalists that I know personally are sophisticated enough to ask these exact same basic questions. In my experience in business, it's not enough for a product 
to have a new technology under the covers if it doesn't offer enough benefits to the end user for them to overcome the hurdles of switching from the existing solution. In fact, in conventional Silicon Valley circles, a solution will not be adopted if it only offers incremental benefits. That solution needs to be a 10x better solution or solve a very specific problem that's persistent pain point. Otherwise, the cost of switching is too high for most customers. I've consulted with several technology companies in the past. One company I'm thinking of specifically was developing a security solution that they felt would solve the problem of banks losing money to fraud. They had the statistics to prove how big a problem it was. They had surveyed the market, and there was no other solution like theirs in the marketplace. They were certain they were going to win. So I asked them what the competing solution was. They reiterated that there was no competition, to which I responded, there is always a competing solution. I asked them if they had validated their idea with a major bank, to which they said no, they had not. So I asked them to price the insurance policy, and most important, if the bank buys your product, will they have the confidence to cancel their insurance policy? If the answer is no, and they will still keep the insurance, they will not buy your product. Your product represents an additional expense over and above the cost of insurance. You're not saving the bank any money, you're costing them more, and your competition is the insurance policy. Most of the blockchain solutions being proposed right now appear to be small incremental solutions and not enough to topple the incumbent solution. So right now there's a lot of money being spent in the world of venture capital for the so-called Web 3.0 where a lot of these applications are based on a distributed blockchain technology. And I say this as a technologist, the technology is often not enough to be a differentiator in the market. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.